Today's date is February 8th, 2024. Hello, and welcome to volume one of the podcast entitled Enough, the people's perspective on the current political state of the United States of America. Before we continue, I would like to share with you our mission statement. Mission statement, to be the voice of the silent majority, to create a safe space where individuals can trust one another to have respectful conversations about personal experiences faced by millions in our great nation, the United States of America, regardless of race, ethnicity, socioeconomic background, level of education, or political affiliations. The focus of this podcast is to analyze the current state of our nation and its governance through historical perspectives using timelines, statistical data, and government policies to examine the factors that forged this great nation post the Reconstruction period from 1863 until present day. We also intend to analyze how and why the silent majority has been left so far behind economically in spite of the following social factors, race, ethnicity, socioeconomic background, level of education, or political affiliations. The timeline for the podcast, Enough, begins with the Reconstruction period starting in 1863 and will encompass events until present day. Nevertheless, I would like to begin our journey with my take on the Constitution of the United States of America and the establishment of the government institutions that govern our nation. I will also share my remarks on the current political climate in our nation. Let's start with what we know. We know that our nation's history is dark, pre and post the Reconstruction period. We know that history will repeat itself if it is not studied and learned from. We know that as individuals, Living in this great nation, we have a responsibility to safeguard our democratic republic. We know that governments that have promoted, perpetuated, and defended the unjust actions committed by their leadership have all eroded. When elected officials willingly choose to look the other way and fail to call out unjust actions committed by their leadership, democracy slowly begins to decompose. The Constitution of the United States of America is the framework for our democratic republic. The Constitution of the United States of America was authored by imperfect men. Regardless of their imperfections, these men were men of substance, men of courage. These men were disciplined men, to name a few of their attributes. I must take a moment and pause 
to acknowledge that no men of color, no women of any color were involved in the drafting of the Constitution of the United States of America. Yet, the brilliance of the Constitution of the United States of America is the fact that it was authored by imperfect men, men who were aware of their faults, their ambitions, and the egotistical nature of the human psyche. In my eyes, the Constitution of the United States of America is a selfless, living, breathing document that demands an oath of allegiance as well as a strict adherence to that oath. Pre-inauguration and during the time the elected official is acting on the behest of the people while in the elected office she or he may hold. The Constitution of the United States of America ensures that the balance of power would be beholden to no one individual or any one government institution. The Constitution of the United States of America intentionally delegated that the powers of the United States government be divided into three separate institutions or branches of government. The three branches of government are the legislative branch, the judicial branch, and the executive branch. The Constitution of the United States of America designed the three branches of government to be the pillars of our democracy. By design, the three branches of government are to operate independently of one another while simultaneously cooperating with one another to safeguard the Republic against the covert, tyrannical, sinister deeds of, quote, evil men, unquote. Truth be told that the majority of our current elected political leaders are rubber stamping the methodical destruction of our democratic institutions because of their agendas. How much more as a nation do we need to see? For me, it is quite evident that our current elected representatives are selfishly disregarding their oath to the Constitution of the United States of America in search of financial opportunities, power, and to settle their vendettas. The caution signs are blinking brightly, alarm bells are ringing loudly, and red flags are being observed all over America. As a nation, we must proceed with caution. Those who seek to undermine our democracy will first renege on their oath to the Constitution of the United States of America and methodically attack the pillars of the Republic, the three branches of government. These individuals will influence public opinion by misleading and misinforming the masses in their attempts to subvert and hijack the will of the people as they plunge our society into chaos for their personal agendas. The pillars of our government, thus our society and our way of life as we know it, are under besiegement.
Society appears to be unraveling at an alarming speed. Our nation is experiencing shortages of key individuals that support our communities. We have a shortage of educators, medical health providers, law enforcement officials, and good leadership, to name a few of the professionals needed within our community. Educators are the guardians of the future. They teach children how to read, and how to write, and how to do arithmetic. Teachers also teach social norms like civility and empathy, along with many more indispensable life skills through classroom lessons and daily interactions with children. Yet, somehow, teachers are being villainized and scapegoated for the social ills within today's society by the very elected representatives that many of them voted into office. Members of the medical health community help to heal society's physical ailments and mental woes. Our nation is in need of doctors, nurses, mental health professionals, and many more professionals within the medical field. Did you know that more than 50% of the nation's pharmaceutical needs are produced outside of the United States of America? Yet, somehow, our nation's leaders do not see it fit to invest in our nation's medical system. Members of the law enforcement community are the protectors of social norms and civility within our communities. They enforce the laws which are drafted by our elected representatives. Yet, somehow, members of the law enforcement community are tasked with enforcing unethical laws. The reality for members of the law enforcement community is the fact that the few officers who exhibit foolish judgment and poor conduct are the byproduct of poor police practices as well as poor police policies. Unfortunately, the senseless actions of a few officers coupled with the lack of oversight and no accountability for misconduct is what influences public perception which produces public outrage. Truth be told, that unfavorable public opinion of the members of the law enforcement community is the result of unwarranted conduct by a few officers within its ranks. Regrettably, the entire law enforcement community is judged by the conduct of their worst officers. I must take a moment to acknowledge that the history of policing within the United States of America is also dark. Yet, somehow, our nation's leaders consistently fail on multiple fronts to address the root causes of the environmental and socioeconomic conditions that sustain and promote confrontational situations between members of the law enforcement community and the public. 
Our nation's leaders are infected by their ambition and appear to have hidden agendas in their pursuit of power fueled by greed. The lack of knowledgeable, well-intended, even-tempered, problem-solving, oriented individual, as well as the lack of diversity within our nation's leadership has contaminated the atmosphere within the United States of America with partisan bickering, name-calling, finger-pointing, and has fabricated a politically divisive climate in our democratic republic. Today's politically divisive climate is the result of poor leadership and partisan political entrenchment. When leaders who are narrowly informed and possess views that result in ineffective ideas that lead to ineffective policies that repeatedly and consistently stifle the upward socioeconomic mobility of the silent majority, we as a nation suffer. The residual effects of this politically divisive climate with poor leadership and ineffective policies has morphed public sentiment. As a result of the current political climate, emboldened partisan subgroups with strong political views have emerged and are seeding public mistrust towards government institutions with misinformation. Thankfully, the Constitution of the United States of America designed the three branches of government to safeguard the Republic against domestic and or foreign threats by individuals or entities. I believe that our government institutions need not be destroyed. I believe that our government institutions need to be tweaked to address the gargantuan inequalities of the past and the abysmal inequalities that continue to exist in our present society for all people. Food for thought. Questions for you. Why is it that 90% of the nation's wealth is held by 10% of the nation's population? Why is it that so many of us have fallen behind economically while such a tiny percent of the population, meaning millionaires and billionaires, continue to prosper on our backs? Why is it that politicians on both sides of the aisle go into government service with little to no wealth and become millionaires in a ridiculously short time span during or after their government service? I believe that questions like the above and many more questions need to be asked in order to seek answers to the tribulations that face the present-day governance of the United States of America and its role on the world stage. I believe that the three branches of government set forth by the Constitution of the United States of America are capable of addressing all of the nation's challenges if staffed with appropriate, competent individuals who are elected by the people and have the nation's best interest in mind 
for all the people who reside in it. Therefore, the role of the people is to be well-informed and for us to do our due diligence with information that is provided to us. It is with an open mind and an open heart filled with respect and inquiry that I invite you to join me in respectful discussions in an attempt to analyze the above questions and any future topics. I also invite you to share your personal experiences on how living in the current state of our nation's political chaos has affected you and your family. Please, if this podcast has struck a chord with you and you would like to ask questions, respond to topics, or would like to offer support to this podcast with content, feel free to reach out to me. My email address is getitoffofyourchest at gmail.com. No spaces. My name is The Mediator. In closing, if this podcast is resonating with you, please share it with as many people as you can. Thank you.